0: Bonjour, guten tag, привет! Hello and welcome to the Douce podcast! Crowd goes crazy! I do apologise, I realise this one is a little bit late. Look, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to lay it on the line. It was my cat's birthday, week. Oui. My original OG, the loveliest cat in the world, little Miss Tocker. It was her birthday week. So, obviously, I had to spend a whole week devoted to cat. So, there was a lot of putting her on cushions, just carrying her around the house. So, you know, essentially, uh, what happens anyway? um, I had to buy her, obviously, A new cat bed for her to completely ignore and pay no attention to. And in fact, just mock me for spending my hard-earned money on buying her things. (laughs) Actually, it's not true. I have found the absolute guaranteed way how to get your cat to love the brand new expensive cat bed that you buy for her. The simple trick is basically just get another cat. And then pick up that other cat and then put it in the cat bed that you've bought for your first cat. And then your first cat will become so outraged that there is a second cat in the first cat's cat bed that the first cat will run over and chase out the second cat bed and claim ownership of first cat bed as the most awesome cat bed that has ever been created. There you go. Pet advice for free. Woo! You know what? So I thought this is a perfect opportunity to have a salute for animals and the role that they've played in Eurovision. Now, obviously Eurovision has been very clear from the start. There are no animals allowed on stage. I don't know. Did you see Dad Samson? Ah! But animals are not allowed on stage, which I think is the correct and most accurate decision. I can't even imagine how terrifying any little critter would find it with all the pyrotechnics and the wind machine and the Corollas. It would just be too much. I think we all know where I'm going with this one. We are, of course, going to 2016. Ivan from Belarus, who, as we all know, petitioned Eurovision for – Well, a couple of, shall we say, defining points uh, for his live performance to perform A, completely nude, that's right, I said nude, as completely nude as a turtle without its shell and in the cheerily European weather, I'm sure that's what it would have looked like, Eurovision said no, but he didn't just want to be nude, he wanted to be nude with live wools. On stage. Let me say that again, live wolves on stage at an event. <laughs> I think you can all agree with me that there is absolutely no way that having a pack of large carnivorous animals on stage, like the beginning of one of those Jurassic Park films where they're trained velociraptors. I'm sure there's no way that this could possibly go wrong. I'm sure Belarus, you were ready to spare no expense. Thankfully, common sense. I don't normally call for common sense at Eurovision, but uh, I think this is the one exception to the rule. So, thankfully, Eurovision said, Ex-nay on the Nike Wolfe. And they disallowed the nakedness and the wolves, but of course, this led to one of the greatest all time moments in Eurovision and no I'm not talking about the Belarusian performance I'm talking about De Petra and Mons hosting because this enabled Mons to come out completely naked with nothing with nothing but a stuffed toy wolf to cover his. Other little Eurovision performer. Still one of my favourite moments at Eurovision. The other classic animal Eurovision performance that obviously you can't talk about animals at Eurovision and not talk about this one. Ah, oh, Sadly, I'm talking 2008 Ireland. Dustin the turkey! That's right. That was the year that the powerhouse that is Ireland. Ah. <sighs> showed that it does have a connection to the UK. Oh my lord. Oh this was this was a travesty. Um look, it's a sock puppet turkey. Although huge star in Ireland actually had released six album, 12 singles. I'm not quite sure how this made it to the Eurovision stage, but Ireland, you're the same country that buy Bob Geldof albums. I I look I And that's all I have to say about the Eurovision performance of Ireland in 2008. Oh, my lord. We also have Azerbaijan 2017 on the fantasy. (laughs) Of course, they had a big black stallion standing on a ladder while she was singing on about, well... Look, I think I can be honest, I think this is with a song devoted to the simple premise, once you go black, you never go back. (laughs) Thank you, Azerbaijan. But this is not the only time that animals have made it onto the Eurovision stage. 1959, the UK. No, this is not me making a sarcastic joke about the UK. They had the song, Sing Little Birdie, Sing Little Birdie, Sing Little Birdie. Back in the days when whistling could take up a good two minutes of your three-minute song and everyone was okay with that. Pearl Carr and Teddy Johnson brought the little hand puppet Birdie on stage stage back when the UK was relevant. Oh, it's a special time. We're going to talk about powerful animal songs at Eurovision. The Birds 2013 with a nook. Oh, it's a a haunting song. If you're ever going to dress yourself up in a gothic ball gown and go stand on the edge of a cliff, this is a very good song to do it to, I think. This is another I have a problem with movies. You know what? Movies, all these lies that you spread to us. I've stood in wind. I have long hair. It never just flows dramatically and poetically, like, behind me. Oh. No, within three seconds, it's a matted nest of homelessness. That's what it is. Why do you continue to lie to us? Also, let's give a shout out to Italy in 2017, where Francesco Gabani decided to ruin his attempts at winning the Eurovision Song Clans by having a man in a dancing gorilla costume on stage which nobody quite understood and instead of enjoying the song everyone just stood around going why does that attractive man have a dancing gorilla with him on stage it was a strange decision uh from the start i mean yes i get what he was trying to make you know a point we all come from apes uh we all come from the same place i applaud the effort don't applaud the execution. That's all I'm saying. Just try not to overly complicate my Eurovision performance with ideas, thinking, making the world a better place. This is not what I want from Eurovision. I want to get drunk. Just a quick question to you though. What I want to know is how come people haven't i mean people have tried everything little shortcuts to try and you know sneakily grab all the eurovision votes that's why people are always singing about peace you know the majority of people love peace people want peace people get on board oh the amount of times people have sung about their mother because you know oh A lot of people have mothers. A lot of people leave and like them. Let's do a song about them, you know? Oh, what about families? Some people have families. And they just try to, you know, cash in or I guess hit the cheat code what I understand, how come nobody has ever done this with animals? Like, what's the percentage of people that have dogs and cats in their lives? Why isn't there someone on sort of devoting three minutes to how much they love to stick their face in the furry belly of their cat and just... i got to be honest, I'm going to vote for that. I see clearly that you're just manipulating me to score an easy win at Eurovision. You know what? I don't even care because I get to sing about the fact that I like to put my face on my cat's fur. and. I'm just going to say it. I think that would be a surefire winner. If Eurovision made the terrible decision to allow live animals on the Eurovision stage, what animal do you think would be trotted out the most? I have two predictions. The first one is I'm going to say... Eagles and hawks. I think it would just be people, you know, with those gloves and they would all just have the hawk would either just come from the rafters and land on their arm or they would just release it or even an owl. So I think that'd be the number one. Second, yes, wolves. Everybody loves wolves. They're majestic, they're mysterious. So I think if they did, I think there would be a real run. On wolves, which would just be terrible for the wolves. And then we would have all the knock-on effects. It was like Game of Thrones where everybody decided they wanted their own dire wolf, so everyone just rushed out and adopted Siberian huskies and, and malamutes. And, and then people found out within, oh, I don't know, by season seven that their house was in no way equipped to hold a dire wolf. Who knew? A pack of direwolves would not be happy in your one-bedroom, one-bathroom studio apartment. Uh, And then all these poor animals just got dumped at shelters. And then everyone's like, oh my lord, what do we do with the 5,000 freaking direwolves? So it doesn't matter if you're taking home a cat from the street, a dog from the shelter or a washed-up star from the Eurovision stage. When you take them home, that commitment is a commitment for life, just like your Eurovision CDs, which I refuse to part with. Sure, I can get everything on streaming, but I don't know what if this, what if the, what if there's a crisis? What if all streaming services somehow mysteriously disappear from the world? <gasps> what am I going to do? What if my nineteen ninety-six Seleker is? One day eventually fixed and I get to drive again. How will I put a CD in it? How will I listen to Belarus 1999? Mm-hmm. I really hope Belarus performed in 1999 or I'm going to get so many angry messages. Don't DM me if I'm wrong. You know I'm just making a point. <sighs> but as we celebrate all things that are animal. No, everyone's doing it tough out there in the world, which means however tough we're doing it, poor little animals of the world are doing it 10 times as hard. So you know what? Just do what you can. Even if you can maybe pick up a little tin of food or some biscuits next time you do your shop and then drop them off, at a shelter if you can't adopt an animal. Maybe just drop them off a little bit of food. Or you know what? If you don't have any money, you know what you can do? You can volunteer. Maybe do a couple of hours on the weekend, clean some cages. Or a lot of shelters are desperate for people where basically they just need someone to walk the dogs. Volunteer with a rescue to walk the dogs. Some of them, all they need is someone who just has a space and they'll pay for food. And all you do is you just take the animals in and you let them live rent-free in your house until they can find their for forever homes. Oh, you know what? Introduce them to the joys of Eurovision. Maybe give them a little Eurovision concert. Oh, my cats love it when I reenact Eurovision performances. They really do Well, they sit there. Well, they fall asleep there. Um, I mean, you know, sometimes they leave the room and I have to follow them, but I feel, you know, in their soul – Uh, we're connecting but let's be honest when we're talking about animals at eurovision (laughs) we've had it all from the origins of man from once you go black you never go back but let's be honest the greatest animal song at eurovision (laughs) Oh, I think we can all agree. 1980s Luxembourg. I am looking at you and I'm looking at your Papa pop, Penguin, Papa pop, Penguin, Papa pop, 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 Penguin. Papa Papa Penguin, Papa Penguin. Yeah, yeah. If you missed it, Luxembourg in the 80s did a whole song about a Papa Penguin. And if you don't have a Papa Penguin on your playlist, you need to get a Papa Penguin on your playlist. Say that 10 times really fast. And I'm going to put this playlist together so you can have a little Papa Penguin on your playlist. Is Papa Penguin even on a playlist? Is that on Spotify? <gasps> I'm going to have to have a look. Not sponsored by Spotify, by the way. But oh my Lord, if they're not, I'm sorry, Spotify. You are going to get some angry DM messages because there's the only thing that the world wants. And it's more than world peace. It's more it's more than Mons Naked on the Eurovision stage. And that is... Thank you for tuning in, you sexy bitches. We will have another episode extremely soon because of the delay so that technically you still get two episodes in two weeks and so it all works out and then nobody has to be angry and, you know, ah, uh, bye!